Blacker was trapped. Having narrowly avoided falling to his death when the earth fell before his feet, he was now faced with having to climb back up the cliff, that is, if the roots he was clinging to would allow him. Heading down was not an option. It was too high, and the cliff was too sheer for him to make it safely. Looking up, he was greeted with the last thing in the world he wanted to see right now. One of the huge mutant creatures was staring right at him and was keen to get a piece of him. Blacker shuffled down, and as he did so, the earth at his heels fell away, revealing a ledge beneath him. He dropped down onto it just as the beast above took a swipe at him. Blacker found himself in a tunnel that had been bored into the side of the cliff. A tunnel that led into an extensive network of further tunnels. This was a common defensive strategy of the Japanese army, one that they had been warned about before entering the Pacific, one that had terrified him then, and even more so now. The end of that tunnel was met with another, and Blacker found that his only choice was to climb up as there was no safe way to descend into the void of what appeared to be infinite darkness below. Hopeful that the ladder would take him to an exit where he would be clear of the threat above him, he somehow knew that it wouldn't. How right he was. Finding himself back in the gun turret, he felt terrified that he was once again so close to the mindless threat he had only moments ago escaped, but also elated that he now had his weapons within easy reach, so he could step out and unleash hell. Blacker climbed to the top of the turret and took the undead by surprise as he pulled the pin on a grenade, dropped it into the bag with a dozen others and then lobbed it into the middle of them. It tore them all to shreds and Blacker finished off what was left of the charred meat by blasting into it with his machine gun. Over the next hour, Blacker managed to get himself down the hill and safely into the control tower at the airfield, all without being spotted. Or so he thought. It was indeed an American airfield at some point in time, and he painstakingly bashed out an SOS in Morse code along with his serial number and island coordinates over and over and over again, until a dark figure appeared out of the shadows behind him and swiftly clubbed the back of his head, rendering him unconscious. It could have been hours, days, months later for all he knew, until his eyes slowly blinked open again and attempted to take in his surroundings. He couldn't feel his arms, and for good reason. They'd been chained above his head for God knows how long. He winced in pain as the rest of his body let him know it was still alive and had been badly beaten and bruised. A masked Japanese man stood before him and edged ever closer with a huge syringe in his hand. Blacker asked who he was and what he wanted with him, to which he simply replied, Thank you for volunteering for the program. It's been so tough finding subjects to experiment on since we ran out of American prisoners. And my fellow countrymen. Blacker was stunned into silence. A feeling of helplessness and fear washed over him like nothing he had ever felt before as the psychopathic doctor edged towards him and leaned forward with his syringe. As the doctor's mutilated head fell in front of him, 
like a strain to see where the shot had come from through the blood in his eyes and the brains falling off his face. Americans. Suddenly the doors to the cells all around them rolled open and the haunting sounds of the undead began to cry out and echo around the cavernous stone walls of the main block. What the hell? The Americans rasped as they saw what began to writhe out of the cells. We need to get out of here, Blacker snapped at them, forcing the soldiers to focus. A soldier approached Blacker and lifted his gun to shoot through the chains. We got your distress call. Is it only you? Blacker cringed in pain as a shard of steel from one of the links tore right through his hand. As far as I know, he replied. Barely able to lift his arms, he ran as fast as he could with the other men as they exited the prison and ran onto the plane they had waiting for them. They barely had time to get seated before the pilots gunned the engines and powered down the runway and up into the sky above. Blacker exhaled and closed his eyes, hoping to hell this rescue wasn't a dream, afraid that when he opened his eyes he would find himself back on the island, so he did so with caution. Elated he was still on the plane, he looked down at his hand, and the gaping wound that was there moments ago had completely healed. Perplexed by this, he turned to one of the other soldiers, and just as he was about to ask a question, he was cut off by... We'll get your wound dressed as soon as we level out, but it'll be a while until we can get you to a proper medic, I'm afraid. We just need to go and take care of some unfinished business.